the Fitness Zone, DFW Fitness Zone. Uh, I'm your host, Tyson Pfeiffer, and who am I with today? This is Chris with Fit Over 40 in Dallas. Yes, I still haven't changed your name. Every week I'm asking you who I'm with, <laughs> keeping the same name. I love it. Episode number seven, we got a great episode. We had a lot of great reaction from last week with Kimberly Castle. She has a huge social media following, so a lot of her fans jumped in, had a good time with that. We had Easter weekend last weekend. I was in San Angelo, did a comedy show there in San Angelo. You can always tell my, my career is going in the right direction when I've um, been on you know, network television, toured in theaters, and then I'm in San Angelo on a Wednesday. So you know my career is going in the right direction, co- coming out of COVID. Were you, head- um, were you headlining? Yeah, of course I was headlining. Oh, well, I just had to ask. I mean, Wednesday <laughs> night's a tough night, dude. A tough crowd. It was Wednesday nights at Nacho's Cantina, man. It was packed. Yeah, you fit in. Yeah, I was uh, I was rocking it. Did some bike riding this weekend coming up. I'm racing another OCR, obstacle course racing. I am racing the Savage in the North Houston area. So I'll be wearing my medal again next week. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully I get a medal and uh, we can talk about that. Chris, what did you do over the weekend? I'm just surprised you don't have your medal on right now. I thought you were going to wear it for a couple of weeks and uh, had to dangle. Had the, one had week. The it's, bling, a heavy, it's a heavy piece. Just one week. Just one week. Well, I was just surprised that you didn't like uh, – I thought you were going to climb out after Everest this week or Paris, 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 Glide. It's kind of – you took it easy this week. It did. I just take it, took it easy, put some miles in on the bike. Yeah, had a good time. Oh, my YouTube channel, man. We went out to the – this is Trail in Big Cedar – in south dallas that is just building some crazy mountain bike obstacles and uh we're, we're got a video up on my youtube channel about that i'll sh- i'll talk about that uh in another in another episode so people can see my mountain bike adventures on youtube but what'd you do this weekend you you hung out with the easter bunny well, of course we did we had the family you know we had a good friday on friday and uh, so i don't know how you grew up with the easter bunny but my wife being from mexico growing up poor, they never knew about Easter baskets or Easter bunny, right? And me being the young four boys, you know, I'm two years old with a four-year-old and a six-year-old brother. And I'm like, hey, you know, there's not an Easter bunny, right? I'm like, yes, there is. You know, there's not a Santa Claus, right? What are you talking about? So by two years old, I had, I knew nothing was real. <laughs> <laughs> You're jaded by two years old already. I was, I was jaded. So, so what we actually did on sad Sunday so my wife and I had to figure out what we we're going to do. But so we didn't wake up and have, you know, you come around the corner and you had the big Easter basket and there's the big chocolate bun and all this kind of stuff. So we got up and had our normal Sunday pancake Sunday morning. And then I took uh, Christopher Wuma fishing. And then my wife actually then she made his basket. OK, now we don't reward our son with candy. So we were, so he had like a. <clears throat> I mean, I'd hate to be him, but he had like a yo-yo and a Frisbee and a, some math cards and uh, I think one little bitty chocolate Easter money. Nice. So, so then, so we did that. He, he was excited about that. So now at our house, we had these four bunnies that live underneath his playhouse, right? Like real bunnies. Real rabbits. Real I mean, rabbits. they were born there. They'll go outside. Christopher will walk outside and they'll look at him and they'll know kind of like play with him. They'll just kind of run around knowing he ain't going to catch him. But I do have a little slit outside the back. So when the bobcat goes after him, they can get out. Right. Yeah. That'd be kind of suck. So, I mean, they'll literally send me pictures. And there'll be bobcats on Christopher's <clears throat> top of his uh, play playhouse. But 
So my wife takes him around. They go walking around the cul-de-sac. My job is to hide the Easter eggs. And so I'm hiding the Easter eggs. And then I look out there. And if everybody knows, you know, the reason that they hide the Easter eggs was just like when, when rabbits have babies, the litter, it's called kittens, right? And it's called, it's called the beginning of life. So I guess that's why so the Easter Bunny, so, and then they decorated them, they hid them and all this stuff. What's the symbolism of life? So I look out there, and there's four bunnies in our backyard around the Easter eggs that I just threw out there, right? I mean, I hit them in different places and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, they're sitting there, and I'm like, man, this is going to be so cool. So Christopher walks in. I said, Christopher, come here. I said, the Easter bunnies are still here. And literally, they're acting like they're freaking hot Easter eggs, right? There you go. So that was the, that was probably the highlight of my weekend is the fact that we had the Easter eggs, the Easter bunnies come out. They're acting like and they're and they're just watching him go around and opening up the Easter eggs and all that kind of stuff. He had coins in and we have dollars. Again, no candy, but uh, they stay the whole time. Yeah, you're teaching them financial so they can uh, collect the money to go buy the candy. No, no, he, he gives me 10% of it, so it really didn't <laughs> The The fitness zone, you're home for all things Easter. That's going to be our new tagline uh, underneath the podcast title. For What's the, tag, what's the tagline? Yeah, the, your fitness, the fitness zone, you're home for all things Easter. Learn the history of Easter, why, that, why we hide the eggs, why the real bunnies come and the bobcats go to Chris's backyard for Easter celebrations. Yeah. Well, please don't look up the history of Easter. There's five different versions of it. So I just it's, had to pick one, you know. <laughs> it's a very niche it's a very niche audience. We're we're gonna start doing a podcast for one person that's interested in that story. So well, it, this guy had a good time just now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a great episode today. Enough about our silly life. Uh, we have a special guest here, Chris, somebody that you know. Um, as we always do, let's go to our uh, our audience panel in the back, our, our imaginary audience, applause breaks, start clapping, introducing our guests. Tim, hit that music. We cue, we cue the producer for edits here. That's the way we do it. Very classy. Uh, we don't pull, we don't, we don't, we don't hide anything here. We just let you know the way the the sausage is, sausage is made. So again, what applause break? Chris, introduce our guest for today. Yay. So today we're gonna have actually Key Young. He's, he's from Golf X Fit. How I met Key? He's actually a golf fitness instructor. But how I met Key? Um, I was having some shoulder injuries and I've been to a couple of different guys. I've heard of muscle activation therapy before. I've heard of uh, a lot of different modalities, but I never actually went to the acronym is called MAT. So I went to key and I've been to the guy who'd been working on me for 30 years, my fight coach, my fight doctor, who when I was doing MMA, he's the one to get me out of pain. So I had just, this right shoulder has just been bothering me for, you know, for the last three years. Okay, so I, so I taught, went and saw Key, and what Key did to me is, I have no idea what he did to me, but number two. And that's why he's here today. He's gonna that's why he's it. here today. So that's, he's going to explain what he did to me, because I hadn't been able to lift five pounds over my head with dumbbells, so that's why I've been working with bands. If you listen, I work with bands, not dumbbells. So I was actually able to lift 50-pound dumbbells over my head. It was ridiculous. So... Matt, uh, so I'm going to introduce you to Key. He's going to kind of talk about what Matt is, what got him involved into muscle activation therapy, and pretty much how I can help you. Uh, you being an athlete, 
I, I think it would definitely help you, Tyson. No, yeah, I watched the videos on it. Interested. Um, I think I definitely need some mat in my life. I have yeah. yoga mat right now. I need to move into a different kind of mat. This is this will be a key mat. Is what it'll be. All right. So let me. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna turn it over to Key Young. He, uh, so Key, tell us all about you. Where are you from? How'd you get started in mat? Well, hey, I mean, first of all, Tyson and Chris, thanks for just letting me come on and speak my talk, the talk with MAT and all things fitness. I love what you guys do, man. Y'all are inspirational. So, um, you know, first of all, MAT is, uh, it's a technique, it's a tool. It's just another piece of the puzzle when it comes to being a fitness pro. Uh, as Chris alluded to, I am a golf fitness specialist now. I have niched down over my 10 or 12 years of doing this because golf is my passion. Having grown up with it, I'm able to help those guys, particularly using training, MAT, and all of the you know tools that I have to help them play and look and feel their best on the golf course. But before I niched down into golf, I was training guys with all different kinds of MMA fighters, celebrities, average Joes just trying to lose some weight. Um, you know, that's why we were also able to tap into what Chris was needing help with, shoulder injury um, and helping everything to perform better, whether you're trying to lose weight, um, exercise for BMX and, you know, obstacle courses or whatever. We can use MAT as a tool to achieve different things, right? So um, I'm happy to go into all of the scientific sides of MAT and what it is and all of these things. I'd rather just use the approach of someone way, way, way back. I'm seeing the first year or two of me coaching said, we get smarter to say it simpler, right? Yeah. Like we learn how to do all this fancy stuff and be a nerd about fitness to help people understand it in a really simple way. So that's what I'm gonna to attempt to do for everyone out here because if you go out there and Google MAT, you're gonna see a whole lot of scientific jargon that nobody understands. I'm gonna break it down into something super simple that no matter what your goals are, you will be able to tap into, okay, whether I wanna go find an MAT practitioner and possibly I'm one of the few guys, I'm happy to say this, actually trying to just help MAT out into the general public through Golf X Fit. So uh, what I'm using is MAT Jumpstart, and there's also MAT specialist. What's the difference between the two? Chris, can you get, are we doing specialist or are we doing jumpstart? 50-50. Huh? Yeah. What was I doing the other day? Jump. Jumpstart. Absolutely. So jumpstart is one variation of muscle activation technique. All we're doing is activating muscle. See how simple that is? It's in the phrase muscle activation technique is simply turning on muscles that have been dormant, asleep, not functioning fully. But I got a question. I mean, a lot of people think they're 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 tight, right? Like they don't have any flexibility. It's not flexibility issue. It's it could be a stability issue, an engagement, an activation. No big words. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not a flexibility <laughs> issue. It's basically the muscles not firing correctly. Right. That, that's correct. So so we're using in the jump start technique an an isometric. We've all heard of isometrics. You're just holding a muscle contraction for a certain amount of time, like a plank. Yep. Right. So that is jump start. The other side of MAT would be actually a practitioner like myself, or um, you, can, you can go on the web and search who was in your local area. They'll actually take their hands, much like a massage therapist, and push on the muscle itself, like in a little bit of a back and forth kind of flossing motion. We call it palpations on the muscle fibers themselves. And it agitates them just enough that it wakes them up. But oh, they like priming the muscle, maybe. Yeah, yeah. With but with their own hands, so it's both are really, really, really powerful. Very, very useful. Myself as a coach and a practitioner said, "Hey, 
it's kind of hard for everyone to memorize the insertions and origins of all the muscle groups, period, without a, an MH, a PhD or an MD. So I have taken the approach of using Jumpstart, this isometric approach, so that not only I can help my players and help my athletes, but you can also keep doing it yourself at home or at your local gym. You can learn how to do that isometric better, I'll argue, or in an MAT style so that you get a more efficient muscle contraction. Got it. So let's let's take the, the jump start and roll it back to Chris. What did you do for him on his shoulder? Ask Key. Key, what did you do for me on my shoulder? <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest with you. I had, I had absolutely no external rotation. Yeah. So you, I arm back. back now if you go to a doctor or if you go to an ortho um they're going to use insurance terms on you what's the insurance term of course rotator cuff yeah so there is an infrasupateris or sub they'll tell you but it's an insurance term that they can say you got rotator cuff uh first we'll give you a cortisone shot if that doesn't work we're going to be more aggressive we're going to do surgery and i just i've always said no <laughs> okay um, so I've just kind of limited, I just kind of lived with it. Yeah. Right? So key, uh, we, we knew Chris had a shoulder issue. You helped him out. Um, what, and the mat technique or the, uh, the jumpstart technique did you do to help him out? So now he, he went from not being able to lift five pounds over his head, having to use a band and now he can lift 50 pounds over his head. Um, just so we could bring it back full circle for our audience, um, yes. into what you do and how you helped Chris. Yes. So in general, if I was to say range of motion, mobility, some people just say flexibility, it comes in three steps. You have to add some blood to it. Use your hand, use a foam roller, use something to get some circulation that would turn off tightness, right? It could be a limiting factor. You could do a stretch, yoga, um, bands or straps or whatever. Just hold a stretch. Again, that is turning off tension right? Those could be limiting factors. And he did have some of that going on. We used a Theragun and kind of did the whole up and down the yeah. tight muscles that I identified. So I did those things first, just kind of throwing that out there. You have to make sure that there's no tension first, like make sure there's nothing restricting there. And then the MAT solidified it. So the adding blood turns the muscles off, the stretching turns muscles off. If you just go live your life after that, your brain is way too smart. It does not send stability or active muscle groups. So it goes right back to tense and tight. The MAT was the concrete, was the glue that helps that new range of motion stick long-term. So it. what I did is I did a very specific isometric. So there's a direction that I have to push or pull in that shoulder range of motion to activate the muscle group. That's what MAT Jumpstart is providing. A very specific six seconds, six reps in a very specific direction. I'm going to keep saying that over and over. It's a very unique direction that I'm creating that isometric. And there we go. All of a sudden the brain doesn't go into auto shutdown. It now senses the stability and the strength to maintain his range of motion. And there's not that pinchy, weak, tight feel when he do an overhead press. And how long does that last? Or is this something that you need to go in every week, every other week to kind of get that muscle back to firing naturally again? Right. Um, I'll take the approach like I use with my athletes that are professional golfers. We'll notice an area that's limited and they'll do that MAT every day. 
Okay. Right. They'll, act, they'll do that activation every day. If they sense that they're not playing or performing or feeling very good in that area, they'll do it again because it will, you will reach a threshold where it locks back up again. Right. These are exercises you give them to do on their own while they're that's, on the tour, right? That's correct. They don't or have to come see you every time. Right. Exactly. Um, you can stuff, say, you know what? I can't touch my toes. My hip flexors are not activated enough because I've been sitting, I've been traveling, eating poorly, whatever. You can activate your hip flexion and then notice, okay, I feel good. My back doesn't hurt. I'm walking down the street. Everything's great. And then oh, it's starting to pinch a little bit again. Do your activation and all things go well. You'll notice over time you're doing that activation less and less because the body is starting to adapt and understand that that's a good thing. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So you will be able to taper down how often you do your MAT. It might start three or four times a day. And then eventually yeah, yeah. it turns into two. And then eventually it's once. And then you may not have to do it. You can go work on another area of the body. So, Key, um, being a specialist in the MAT, what are some of the most common issues um, clients are coming to you for? Do you notice, uh, is it a shoulder? Is it a hip? Is it a knee? Do you, is there one thing that is popping up more frequently than others? I would say posture. Okay. Ah. So that's, that's kind of those slumpy shoulders reaching over a steering wheel, a smartphone, a keyboard. So yep. anything that's getting that forward shoulder posture and w limiting your shoulder range of motion, your back, your uh, rotation. I mean, I would just say upper body forward shoulder posture. I'm having to MAT probably the most because then that ends up going down into the lower back. That would be more general population, right? What about your athletes? What are they coming in for mostly? Oh, golfers. What, what repetitive movement pattern does golfers have? Golfers specifically are hips, right? So internal hip rotation is the number one factor for my golfer. Doesn't matter if you're a pro or a beginner. Limited hip rotation makes it really hard to train and really hard to perform. So we're almost always working on hip flexion. So like your leg coming up in front and then internal rotation where your knee or your toe turns into your midline or your belt buckle. Your toes turning in is really important for golf. Got it. So kind of going back to our uh, general general population, not the pro athlete, uh, with the shoulders slumping forward, uh, what is kind of the starter mat technique? Um, something that they could start to do themselves with their you know their own fingers and start to activate those muscles. Where 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 do they normally start? Like in the in the traps? Is it a shoulder? Is it a lower back to start to loosen the the shoulders up and get the chest out, shoulders back? proper posture yep. i would say the majority of people are holding a lot of their tension in their upper traps right so the shoulder blades kind of get up into their ears then they kind of protect forward they're also stressed so it kind of does the same kind of thing they're chest breathers right mm -hmm. what we'll do is we'll actually have them lay down on the ground so there's really not much um resistance from a body's perspective there's no gravity fighting you and you just learn to take your arms overhead like literally wherever you're sitting or standing right now you could take your arm and lift your hands above your head, and you'll notice that your posture all of a sudden starts to improve, right? That is one first step. You're moving the shoulder blade kind of in that posterior tilt. Then from that position, I'll have them laying down, arms above their head. And if they can't reach the floor, that's fine. I just stack up those little throw pillows that are sitting in the corner that nobody ever uses. They're just yeah. in the way on the couch when you're trying to Netflix and chill, yeah. right? So <laughs> whenever you can't touch the floor, you just pile them up so that when you go overhead, you can feel them and then you pull your shoulder blades. Then here's the specific piece of this. You pull your shoulder blades down into your butt pocket. So now the trap isn't doing that motion. Your more dominant, bigger muscles will say lats, scaps, rhomboids are doing this retraction 
depression. Like literally you can do one hand at a time, feel your trap, relax as you drive your shoulder down and back with your this, arm overhead. This is laying on the floor um, face down or face up? Face up, sorry, face up. Yeah. So you're laying okay. on your back, laying on your back. Your knees can be bent. You just take your arms above your head, throw your pillows on the ground above you so your hands can touch the pillows, and then drive your shoulder blades down and back. That is a more specific isometric than just simply, well, I'm trying to push my hand to the floor. Well, then you feel your shoulder socket, but that's not what we want. Chris talked about rotator cuff. We're not trying to activate your rotator cuff. We're trying to activate the muscles to take the pressure off of them. And I think the hardest thing for me was actually to engage the correct muscles to abduct that thing back down. Because when your arms go over your head, you want to pull with a different muscle, but he taught me how to pull with, with more of the lower lat versus my upper shoulder. So learning how to actually engage the correct muscle was the biggest learning. That's what I learned the most from, right? Yeah. So, and it wasn't what I thought it was. Like it, I thought it was a shoulder, but it was actually the lat pulling me back and down. It was so when we released the lat, and that pulled my shoulder back up, right? Got it. So and that's why you were able to go back to be able to lift normal weight above your head. Well, then we well we did a whole bunch of other stuff, but that's just that yeah. was just one thing. I'm a positional therapist, so we it's you know there's a lot of great modalities out there. So I wanted to see what the difference between Matt and Rossiter and AR and ART. So that's why I went to him, mm -hmm. and I was <clears throat> and because I like to study a lot of different guys. But I'll be honest with you, this is just a little bit over my pay grade. I don't have the time to this. I mean, it'll take me a, a year or two to learn this one because there is a lot. It's not just understanding the muscles and the biomechanics and insertion and origins. It's understanding how to move them correctly in a certain way and which muscle to engage mm -hmm. to turn them on. Yeah, I mean, I'll, that's I'll, the hard part. I'll shout out to all like the bodybuilders out there. You know, they're isolating muscle groups. You know, they learn how to position their arm and their hand to hit a certain peak muscle, whatever. That's great. My challenge to them sometimes is with this new MAT approach, we're actually delving into, sorry to get ahead of us, but we're diving into another area that MAT is really powerful, is it gets you a more efficient muscle contraction. So like, let's say, cool, your shoulder doesn't hurt anymore. Fantastic. You did your light isometrics a little every day, not bugging you anymore. Well, when it comes to shoulder training day now, you have an activation for that muscle group. So you're actually going to get a better workout by activating the muscles in that range of motion before you train them. Little bitty moves too. Like a oh, lat pull oh. down, basically have me turn to the side and turn, turn to the side, turn this way, engage this muscle down and just little bitty pulls versus the normal pull down that we normally do. And that, when I got out, my lat had so much blood in it. It felt great. So... Pushing yes. the weight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> pushing the weight. I'm pushing and pulling, banging and slanging. That's all I care about. Yeah. So, so in essence, you can sit there and say, hey, you know, I don't lift heavy weights anymore. I don't do all these things. It's unsafe. Well, MAT helps to ensure that as you're training it, it is optimal. It is efficient. It's not going to damage the smaller muscles that might try to compensate because we've been sitting all day or we've been traveling or we have prior injuries. So MAT not only helps you gain the range of motion, but it also helps the workouts to be more effective. You're turning on the muscle and then training it. So you don't have to be in pain to come see you. Correct. You I think it's more of a, not like a preventative thing. I mean, yes, you go to pain. We're going to call somebody when we're in pain. Yeah. But I think yours is more, 
prehab. I mean, it's rehab, yes, yes. but it's also prehab too. Because if I come see you once a week and fire the correct muscles, I'm not going to get injured. Right. The beauty so. in this is I'm your next person. Like, let's say you have an injury. All right. You blow out your knee. Well, you're going to end up needing a surgeon to go reconstruct the knee. And then you're going to need a physical therapist that they send you to and build the insurance for. And you have to go through their protocols. I'm the next guy in the chain. Being corrective exercise specialist that understands what it needs to do to now function properly in your sports and your day-to-day life. That's my next step. We'll MAT things so that they're turned on correctly. And then we'll train on top of it. So it gets as strong as we want it to get sky's the limit. So key one question that I have and listeners probably have as well. What causes muscles to quote unquote, turn off to kind of deactivate. Most common is probably just going to be oh, just sedentary, just not using them, right? The sitting too long, the standing too long, certain muscles will turn off because they're dominantly in a standing position. So just doing something either immobile for too long or overuse. So, right, exactly. So if you're too still or too active, the muscles get, we'll call it irritated or they don't function properly. They start to compensate for each other. So those would be the two most common, overuse or underuse. Would you agree though too, the sound people that hurt their shoulder, then they stop using their shoulder because of pain. Mm-hmm. They think they're going to go th- get through it. And then that muscle turns off. And then you get in something called frozen shoulder. Yep. I mean, so, I mean, the worst thing I could do when my shoulder, when I first injured it, I mean, even though it was shaking and stuff <laughs> for three days, I still kept moving it and trying to get it going and everything like that. And I think that's why, you know, I mean, I still have pretty good range of motion, but you know, the worst thing you can do when you get injured like that, in my opinion, if it's not ripped and hanging off, is you got to keep moving it. Would you agree? Yes. And that was the first, you know, five or six minutes of our time together. That very first day was a huge, just, hey, where are you at? How many doctors have you seen? What's the diagnosis been? Where are you at your treatments? And, okay, it sounds like you're ready to start activating it more aggressively and training it since you've, you've chucked all the boxes. It's not unhealthy. It just needs to be uh, functioning more efficiently. Yeah, this sounds like something that I wish I'd known about years ago. I had a slight, um, I think they called it a, like a micro tear in my rotator cuff and labrum. Um, and it took me about 18 months to fully recover, did uh, PRP and uh, platelet-rich plasma. If anyone didn't know what PRP is, um, that could be a whole episode on PRP. Um, and I hadn't done that before, so I can't really compare it if it really worked or if it didn't work. But as Chris just mentioned, um, during the Ninja Warrior stuff, uh, we are hanging and swinging with our hands above our heads, uh, holding on to our body weight. So with the shoulder injury, I didn't do that for a very long time. So I did kind of feel like um, the shoulder kind of went inactive. And then I was having to bring it back to life. And I think that's why my recovery took so long. So while I was not using it and letting it heal, if I could use like the mat um, techniques to get those muscles, keep them active while they're healing right? Am I, am I getting the process down? Yeah, that would be a great use of MAT is just to activate the muscle groups to support that joint while those strains, torn tears, whatever are able to the inflammation go down and let them rest. Well, maybe a more predominant muscle group, like a lat, um, you know, the lower traps to kind of pull that shoulder blade back and in. So, I mean, there are some bigger muscle groups you could have activated to take the pressure off the shoulder socket. So that would have been nice. And uh, how would the mat technique um, differ or is it similar than um, 
kind of the rehab that they had me doing was kind of the the band and the towel technique you know you hold the towel with one arm and above your shoulder the one lower your back and you kind of do different stretches range of motions that way uh, kind of internal external yeah that's kind of i guess older but is that um activating the muscles the same way or is that just more like kind of stretching yep the towel that you used over your head and kind of pulling those would be stretches so stretches yep. turn off muscles so Got that, would it. Be, that would be an off the body doesn't really care for that if it doesn't have an on or an activation afterwards. So it'll go right back to tense if you put your arm by your side. So got it. Shoot. <laughs> and then the other thing that you mentioned was the bands. Yep. The bands I actually do use for MAT. My challenge with the traditional PT out there that doesn't have an MAT jumpstart element behind it is they don't always, and I'm not saying it's always, always, but I've seen a lot of the wrong direction you're pulling that band so holding a towel underneath your armpit and rotating your hand to your belly button and out to get external rotation it really 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 matters where that band is attached because it will just continue to lock up if you put the band in the wrong wrong place got it yeah that sounds like a lot of the old uh, dinosaur technique stuff i was doing this wasn't even that long ago this was like 2016 Oh, and we've all done it, right? I've, I've learned this because I've done it all wrong and was like, why am I not improving? Well, because the band out to the side of me while I do this is wrong. It's not just different. It's, it's just wrong if you're trying to get external. It's just or internal. It's just the wrong direction. Got it. Um, Key, very great stuff today. Um, I know we may jump on one or two more topics here, but I, wanna, I don't want to skip this step. Um, let everybody know where they can find you, how they can find you, maybe some places to research Matt, uh, and then maybe just um, a symptom or two that someone listening may have where, you know what, they should find somebody and do the Matt technique. Yeah, so uh, for me, GolfXFit, so just like the sport, GolfXFit.com is where anybody can reach out to myself. I've got a team of coaches uh, that we are all utilizing this system that integrates MAT to our daily workouts. So you can reach out to us, get a free consultation where we're like, hey, this is the program for you. And we get you diving down that route. And then we also super excited. It's Masters week for everybody that's a golfer. Yeah. So we're launching with the Masters this week, a daily workout. Um, it's very, like, it's easy. It's, it's cheap. It's inexpensive. It's less than 15 bucks where people can utilize golf specific workouts or just generally you're going to get a great workout. Um, but it's got a golf slant with MAT layered in there which is nice you can layer it into all your workouts uh so golfxfit.com where you can find myself these systems with mat i'm teaching you how to do it for yourself Just whenever they come see you for the first time they, you don't charge them anything is it if they reach out to me remotely via golfxfit.com we're doing remote coaching you will get a free consultation all you have to do is inquire and we're going to book you to get a call hey jim chris sarah Isabel, this is where we need to go with your program based on what you're telling me you, your goals are. Let's put you in a custom program. Let's have you in the daily workouts. We're going to find the best fit for you, which is really, really cool. I'm excited. That is awesome. You should, have led, you should have led with that part. It's like, hey, guys, free trial. Check this out. <laughs> Mention the fitness zone and you get a free trial. There you go. I love that. <laughs> there we go. We'll have to work that in. Producer, cut, split, rewind. The- <laughs> Tim, Tim will cut it up for us. Um, so – before before we get going, Key, uh, we got some uh, sponsors and stuff we got to talk about. But let's just kind of do a quick review of some symptoms that a listener may have 
Uh, so somebody that's just kind of your average Joe or just getting on their fitness journey or maybe been on it for a little bit and at a plateau. So if they have the slouching shoulders is one symptom. What is a couple of symptoms that somebody may have holding them back that Matt is perfect for them? Lower back pain, plantar fasciitis in the feet and ankles. Those are very, very easily um, worked through and around with an MAT. A lot of those just need some activation in the trunk or the core to support the lower back, in the um, anterior tibialis, aka your shin, you know, to get rid of some of the plantar fasciitis symptoms. Those can all be done really easily with MAT. Let's not forget, too, I mean, we're talking about general population, we're talking about athletes, but I think this is very important for anti-aging. I'm talking about people 60, 70, 80 years old. The ones who yeah. aren't moving as much. He can the actually. Ones, the ones listening to that Central Over 60 podcast that we're beating out. Exactly. That, we're having them switch over. The other hey, two man. guys that I'm going after. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my demographic is perfect, but they basically, it is anti-aging too, right? Yeah, because I mean, over time, the body just stops functioning efficiently. This is a one way to turn it back on and activate everything to milk. Just getting up out of the chair better just doesn't hurt, right? I mean, that's very much quality of life. I think we all need to have those muscles available well, no matter what we're doing. So oh. it's kind of an easy, cheap way to, to get your energy, get your strength back. 100%. Yeah. You don't have to go it's, to the gym. Just come right. to you. Exactly. Oh, and, right. and Golf X Fit, we're teaching how to do it at home. You don't have to go to find somebody. <laughs> there you go. That's a, that's a perfect way to, to wrap this up. Keith, thank you very much for being our special guest today. Thank you, guys. Uh, we'll do the uh, the outro applause break. Uh, Tim, hit that little uh, the cheers button. Yay! They added in post, but it's okay. That's the way to do it. Thank you very much, guys. This has been our episode today. We will see you guys next week. Um, Chris, do we have another guest next week? Uh, next week we're going to actually. Uh, we have some uh, got some sponsors we need to talk about first, right? Oh, all right. We're just all out of order here. Today's episode is brought to you by Gava for Men, powered by Testofen. Gava for Men is a safe, powerful, effective, and designed to help you increase your circulation and blood flow. Gava for Men acts as a natural anabolic enhancer that burns away that stubborn belly fat, restores lost energy, and even helps you build strong, lean muscle. But more importantly, Gava for Men give you back the confidence you need for better physical and mental performance at work, home, and in the bedroom. So optimize your physical performance, build stronger, leaner muscles, improve your mood, and feel younger and stronger fast with Gava for Men, powered by Testofen. That's Gava, spelled K-A-V-L-A. Look for it online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Amazon. Just Google it up, gavaformen.com. Another sponsor is going to be the Highlands Performance Golf Center in North Dallas. It's the premier golf practice facility. They have 65 grass greens, two practice putting services, a short game area, a bunker area with two types of sand. So if you're looking for a place to bring the family, do a team building event. They have an 18-hole mini golf course <clears throat> with par threes and par fours. We The only one in Dallas has covered heated tees. So no matter rain, sleet, or snow, you can practice your game year-round. They just added a new indoor putting area. Uh, they have PGA teaching professionals to get your golf where it needs to be. They have a golf fitness center with a TPS certified golf fitness instructor to get your body in shape, which is me, Chris Omey. They're located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Midway and Marsh. So make sure you, they, you tell them that the fitness zone sent them. Uh, give, uh, give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com.
Next week. <laughs> there we go. Find them next on the week, web. The teaser for next week is going to be sarcopenia. There we go. Well, I'll have to go. explain that to me. I'll have to do some research. I'll talk about my savage race. Uh, oh, I'm also going to Spider Mountain this weekend. So uh, that's the Texas. Uh, it's the only chairlift mountain bike park in the United States that runs year round. Um, so we'll talk about my savage race. We'll talk about Spider Mountain and that big fancy word that you just mentioned. That's our episode yeah. today. Thank you, Keith, for being our special guest. Big outro. Clap it up. Yay! See you next time on The Fitness Zone. Send us an email at askthefitnesszone at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at DFW Fitness Zone. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or need some more information, anything we talked about this episode, find us there. See you guys next time.